0: You know, when we first started, was the real growth and advent of the smartphone, and more pictures were being taken and less were being printed. Um, I'd say in the last couple of years, we've seen it swing back some. Uh, we, we're actually seeing uh, more people print their cell phone pictures than did in the beginning, and that may have to do with the quality of the imagery they're getting from the equipment but from where i sit it's they're recording their favorite memories and realizing now that they don't have many of them hanging on the wall like they like their parents did hey i'm will malone and this is will of the future a podcast where i
1: look to what's next in the world of photography and creativity
0: i'm mark leakey I'm Mitch Lakey. We're at Art Warehouse. And uh, yeah, so some background about who Art Warehouse is, is uh, we're just simply uh, a custom picture framer on steroids. So we do uh, printing. We started that in 2000, I think before uh, most people actually combined the two. Uh, We did that in the beginning just because uh, we didn't come from this industry, so it made sense to us. People get images framed and we like to think of it as, why wouldn't they just create the images with us? And so from there, we, we've we grown it over the years and are doing multiple type of uh, printing for multiple types of accounts. Um, I primarily handle uh, customer interface and color. And then I'll let Mitchell uh, explain more along the lines what he does, he's more of the True mechanic in it. I dream, and he makes it happen.
2: Well, we, since being brothers, we kind of work off of one another. Uh, what he's good at, I'm not, what I'm good at, Mark's not. But combining our skill sets, uh, him being the color guy, and me being more the technical, how to take that color and and feed it through the printers and get out what we're looking at on monitor, um, is kind of where I. We kind of work together, and um, he handles more of the, the aqueous uh, canvas, paper type printing, and I handle more of the hard substrates, the aluminums and the acrylics and the woods. And but we, even though have our specific things that we work on on a daily basis, we're still, I mean, shoulder to shoulder on any part of the print so what
1: would you if you were to boil it down what would you boil our warehouse down to like what would you define our warehouse as
0: A boutique printer um, primarily just because uh, that's where our focus is um, we want to make the highest quality image that the digital world can make. That's our goal, and uh, we uh, we. Uh, and that
2: all that all kind of stemmed from us both being photographers from junior high, high school, young adulthood, and yeah. Now we're we're probably a little bit older than those days, but you know, showing our age, we started out in film, and when digital took off, heck, we wanted to see how good we could make a print and it evolved and into a business
0: yeah Yeah, we would never uh proclaim we were great photographers (laughs) we just enjoyed the process and uh so you know actually having to apply yourself and make a living at it we realized that we need to learn how to be great at something so uh that's kind of how we how we view what we do.
1: Yeah, it's obviously, like, I know this stuff because our relationship has been a long one. Like, I used to work here, so... And if you yeah. can't tell, you can hear all the noise in the background. Stuff is printing right now, so... Uh, and basically, so I, I know all that, but when I tell people what Art Warehouse is, I usually say boutique printer, but d- there's, like, a lot of things.
0: Well, and I, I love it when someone describes us even to ourselves um because yeah we like to think of ourselves as tough to describe Mm -hmm. um because we do we do a lot of odd things um in our production and finishing department so it's interesting for us to hear customers perspectives
2: yeah the outside viewpoint of what we do
0: (laughs) so
1: what how has printing changed over the past few years like not not necessarily the technology we'll get there, but like um, the public's idea of printing.
0: It's mm-hmm. actually waned a little bit back and forth from the standpoint of, you know, when we first started. Was the real growth and advent of the smartphone and more pictures were being taken and less were being printed. Um, I'd say in the last couple of years, we've seen it swing back some. Uh, we, we're we actually seeing uh, more people print their cell phone pictures than did in the beginning. And that may have to do with the quality of the imagery they're getting from the equipment. But from where I sit, it's they're recording their favorite memories and realizing now that they don't have many of them hanging on the wall like, they yeah. eat, like their parents did. Yeah. Interesting.
1: So um, as far as printing goes like what I mean what kind of stuff do you print here you talked a little bit about substrates and stuff but just to let people know again I know all this stuff (laughs) but I'm like trying to like anyone's listening
2: well we started out you know yeah printing photos um and then that evolved into doing art reproduction and printing for artists and then you know a conversation here and a conversation there we started doing more uh commercial work and that's grown where we'll do an entire building of imagery for um the designer or whatever and then the wholesale you know the photographer's world where
0: the will malone's come and order their prints yeah and over the years we've got a we've gotten a chance to work with some incredulous people um not only just in the artistry world and then the photography world and then the now the color world so yeah we've we've gotten to rub shoulders with some really interesting smart people and uh, it's been fun because for us since we're brothers we we're not in competition with one another what we found is that working with really smart talented people that what we found is that really the higher you go the less competition that there is it's that's really been interesting for us we didn't know it going in
1: just uh, there's so many different types of printers in the world and you know you've got business printers who print you know business cards and that kind of thing so where where do you guys land in types of printers cuz i think people still need help delineating what you guys do cuz what you guys do is a little deeper dive into printing than a lot of places it's more Ooh. specialty
0: we're we're fully digital and so what that means is for lack of a better description and i certainly don't mind explaining it to a layperson that has no concept of it is simply inkjet printing yep. that's digital printing is inkjet printing so basically it's a spray booth mm-hmm. and uh we're, we don't employ any four color presses here which are emulsion based um we don't do any uh, screen printing here. It's all digital, and uh, that's just our niche. We don't think one's worse or better, or it's just our niche and where we found we're that's what we're good at. Yeah.
1: So, and today we're here because we're shooting a video about two point five D printing. So. Um, tell me about that. Why? So number one, what is it? But also why are you guys offering it?
0: I first, it's been a couple of years ago. I first saw like some texture printing being done, uh, with UV LED technology and I was fascinated by it. And, uh, probably for 12 months I did some research and then Mitch and I ended up going to a show and I basically made this gave a, gave the salesperson a file off a flash drive and Mitch and I just wanted to see what it would do. And you can take it from there, Mitch. We were there at that show and um, he remembers it better than I do because I had a sick headache that day.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he took, took the file and created, uh, I mean, it's not true 3D. I mean, 3D, we live in a three-dimensional world and in, in printing, everything mm-hmm. is two-dimensional. And to marry those two worlds of real life and a flat picture, giving it, um, that's where the, I guess the 2.5, you know, in between the two comes. But to give an image, a dimension to it that can be felt and depending on the lighting can be seen very well.
0: Um, yeah, and when and when they did the sample for us, you know, we were... We were intrigued and of course i was impressed from the standpoint that i knew i could get texture but the sample that they actually did for us was terrible
2: <laughs> yeah it wasn't very very good it, it was enough to spawn uh, a, an interest in mark and i to to take it even further and to see uh, going back to when we, we were first starting to print trying to see how good a print we could get out of a printer and now to see okay let's take this 2.5 d and take it to the next level
0: well that was almost two years ago yeah
2: we've been perfecting our own techniques over the past 12 to 18 months and we're at a point now where we're comfortable in offering it and comfortable knowing what the end result will look like when we're someone brings us an image And we can look at the two, you know, the two dimensional version of it and know that it will create a good dimensional photograph.
0: Yeah. Long story short Mm -hmm. is day one, we could print texture. Yeah. But almost two years later, we feel like we actually are good at it. Like we know what we're doing. We, we know what we can make happen. And that's Mm -hmm. been the biggest difference is, is we knew the technology was there, but what we were in a vacuum. We could not find anyone that could help. And so it's taken us a little while to develop, uh, our own recipes. So why would somebody want to print textured? What
1: are some applications for it?
2: Well, the first application is art reproduction. I mean, when an artist paints a painting, I mean, you can see the brush strokes, mm. especially in oil painting. I'm not talking a watercolor or pastel. You don't, but, an oil painting you see the artist's brush stroke brush strokes and to replicate those in a reproduction format it's just it 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 takes it to a a, a level that everyone can see how the artist intended the original painting because not everyone's going to get to see the original painting. Yeah.
0: Well, you're asking a question that I don't have complete input on what someone else would (laughs) want, but I'll tell you what I wanted. Okay. I wanted to see, could I replicate a painting? And then once I knew I, I could cure UV inks and grow their height, then it, Then it kind of dawned on me, like, huh, I could actually make the texture of wood or rust. I mean, then it's just, it was like a snowball going downhill after that, for me personally. Again, I'm not going to try to convince someone you should or shouldn't do it. Yeah. I'll just tell you, it fascinated me. And I couldn't wait to not only see it... Mm. I wanted to see what all it could do. Mm-hmm.
1: As as far so you you're you're you said you're getting like you're just now getting it to where you wanted it to be. So what 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 do you what do you where do you see it going? Like obviously you're kind of not sure what the market is, but because not that many people are doing it, how would you tell a photographer or artist walking in like why they should do textured printing?
0: So, in the preliminary marketing that we've done, um In the art world, we're having extreme interest. Um, It didn't start out that way. It's taken a couple of months. And so uh, I won't mention names or locations, but we did a sample for one uh, art broker. Actually, we did a few. One was really fun. And it, it showed the hair really well on a subject. And so the broker showed it to the artist who created it, loved it. And so they're all, you know, they're back and forth and back and forth trying to figure out, you know, how can we employ this? This is amazing. And as they're having this conversation between the two of themselves, a random customer walks into the broker's retail space (laughs) and looking through multiple prints and types of prints, um, sees the sample laying on the table and asks if it's an original. And they, of course, inform her, no. And then her next response is, oh, my gosh, then what is it? And then the third question was, can I touch it? And when the artist and the brokers looked at each other and realized, yes, you can touch it, it dawned on them. It's tactile. And so now it's it's they're off to the races. And so we're. I'm having, I'm telling you this story Mm -hmm. almost as it's happening.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, it's going on as we speak. Yeah. It's
0: the razor's edge (laughs) of the creation of the market.
1: And, and just to explain kind of like what it is, if I'm a photographer or an artist coming in, what kinds of images or artwork works best for texture printing? Obviously, stuff you can feel or touch or whatever stuff that has relief. But you know, we we uh, in this video we kind of go through some of my images Correct. of yeah. what works best, and and so that's kind of where my head's at. Well, when you I ask you, that.
0: you know that you know, after having some brief conversation with you about it, that contrast is is important, um, whether it be black and white or co- color image. Um, but then you know the the second tier to that is. You know, texture is something not only tactile, but something that is close to your face from the standpoint of you interpret texture by being close to it. You can see a brick wall from two blocks away, but when you're six inches away, you see its texture. So that would be the easiest way I could explain how it applies to photography. You want to have some sense of knowledge of the texture. Um, Otherwise, you don't actually, It can't pull it off. Since it can't speak to you, it can only speak to you through its shadows, highlights, and the tactile touch so that's how you have to think about it i guess is what
1: shapes are in the image as well like it can't be you know i have some double exposure photos that are kind of like glowy and whatever there's not a definable shape probably wouldn't be great for texture
0: printing necessarily well yeah what you're describing is a mood is mood yeah right and texture and mood are they don't they don't walk hand in hand i mean there are it's really almost talking about two different emotions
1: yeah you need a mood printer next. That needs to be the next thing. Yeah. Now, one thing about 2.5D printing, obviously there's not a lot of people doing it. So, because it's a pretty big investment. So, I, I would think that you guys have some some belief in the future of printing and the future of printing in that way to, to make you do an investment, not just your own curiosity because uh, you you explained it as like, oh, this would be cool, but this is like more than a, this would be cool sort of endeavor. <laughs> Right. So, um, so I, I'm, I'm excited to see kind of what happens with it as far as it mass adoption. Um, like, where do you see, I mean, obviously you talk about getting art, doing art reproductions and stuff, but
2: where do you see these prints hanging? Well, I mean, anywhere from a, a residential to a commercial, I mean, yeah. anything in, in between um, the, uh, not everyone can go out and buy a $10,000 piece of art to hang in their home, but you know, if it could be in the fifteen hundred dollar range, maybe that's more reachable for a lot of yeah. average people. I mean, um, it's like one of the, we've been testing with a Van Gogh image, and I mean, I've never seen a real Van Gogh, but to play with it in this environment of two point five D, it's pretty interesting seeing. And again, I don't know Van Gogh. I don't know his intentions on his brushstrokes, but to extract some of that data from a two-dimensional digital file and learn how to create texture, yeah, um, it, it's been interesting.
0: But you know, if I was going to explain the feeling. And again, it's it's going to appeal to some people and some yeah. people it's not. But if I was going to explain the feeling, it would be like taking a, a picture of your grandmother that you may no longer have. Mm-hmm. And the picture means something, but imagine depth to it. Imagine yeah. Imagine a memory coming partially to fruition i mean i don't know i'm just using it as an example but that's an emotional thing and so i think that some people will get it and some people won't and i'm not here to force it down their throat <laughs> i'm just here to do it the best i can so that they can have that emotional reaction to it
1: one one thing that's interesting to me and and you, you know you talked about earlier how what photos work well for texture printing and it's photos with a lot of texture but it's that for every material that you guys print on, there's a different way to look at an image. So you have to kind of treat each image differently. And I I don't know that many printers who talk about it that way, but you guys kind of ingrained it in my brain a while back, but talk a bit about how you run photographers through the printing process or artists rather, like what, what's your normal pitch or uh, discussion with them? Cause I think this is something that a lot of people who come in here wanting to print, you kind of have the basics on printing for them. Uh, and so I r- run people through, cause I think a lot of people just don't know that much about printing now.
0: Yeah, well, in our industry, not many people want to, I guess they consider reveal their secrets or what they know, it's their expertise. Um, if I was getting my brakes changed on my car, then, you know, the guy changing my brakes doesn't want to teach me how to do it because that's right. that's his livelihood. Um,
1: well, I'm not talking about teaching people how to do it, but just like but what, yeah. how do you let them know like what to do with their photos? in order Correct. To but on I, that but since I
0: don't care that people know yeah. how I do what I do, um, I want them to learn. Me and Mitch both look at it like the, the smarter... And more informed our customer is, the easier our job becomes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, me and Mitch both we want to we want to explain um... Well, I'm mean, we constantly when someone comes
2: in to have something printed, mm-hmm. they're like, "What would it look good on?" Well, I'm going to make it look good on paper or canvas or aluminum or whatever they so choose. Um, that's our biggest thing is is when we don't try and sell someone on a particular item we want them to choose an item and we try and educate them on what each one entails yeah Uh, that way they can make an informed choice and once they make that informed choice then it's easy for us to produce it yeah
0: correct it's no different than like you know um if i was uh, looking at an are uh, what we do is like if we were building an automobile, and so if um, I was going to sell you a coupe, a Mini Cooper, and uh, you were watching um, a movie with a Mini Cooper, and they were loading it down like a bank robbery, full of gold, and going to shoot it through tunnels and everything like that, but you know that's your imagination of what the image is, and the actual, the actual image is. A Mini Cooper sitting in your driveway so there's a people look at artists and photographers look at their imagery almost with an interesting mindset mm-hmm. they see or are only used to seeing it on the back of their camera or their phone or their laptop a, a laptop that is not color corrected um, yeah. so yeah I mean getting them to the reality of we're producing for lack of a better description, I don't want this to come off wrong, but child, you know what I mean? Like that, that moment in time is now giving birth to yeah. what, what we want to be as much as it can be.
1: Yeah. Cause it's, it's going to end up, if you just hit print, it would look different than it looks on yes. the way you've seen it this whole yes. time. Very so, much so. Yes. And I think a lot of people have the impression you just hit print.
0: No, <laughs> no. If we do it for a living, and we don't. We can't do that. Otherwise, um,
1: it wouldn't take you know two and a half years to learn two point five D printing, right? Like it's, correct.
0: I mean, and when we started it, we kind of knew that we that really wasn't us. We weren't. We were not going to be a dot com printer that just did not fit our mold. And so, as a dot com printer, you know, when you upload a file, it goes. Trust me, it gets changed. Yeah. Even when they tell you it doesn't, it does. That's just the nature of software. It's like you telling me you're, when you recorded that image with the camera, that's what you saw. No, there's a firmware that decided what you saw. Mm-hmm. There's translation on everything. So what we decided was if we're going to translate it, let's shoot for the moon and translate it based on the substrate the customer wants it on so that it's all it can be.
1: One one thing that I find interesting is like a lot of people are talking about all the AI stuff and I think the digital world is going through a crisis at the moment because everyone has invested fully in the digital world. So what 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 do you see as the future of printing? Like what how, how do you see that world going forward? Do you see more of it, less of it? It's different, more specialized like or have you even thought about it? Like what the next 20 years looks like? Well, as far as
2: technology, I mean, technology is always advancing. I mean, think back. Film started out black and white, and it evolved into color film. And then film died off and digital took off. And at every instance, it's been, you know, the purists or the ones that are romantic about certain things are afraid of change. And AI, I'm... I mean, it doesn't bother me a bit.
0: Um, Yeah, me either. uh, Change is coming, whether you want it or not. Exactly.
2: And uh, as far as printing, oh man, uh, I would. I'm not sure what what the future holds for (laughs) printing.
0: (laughs) It's the technology is not in the equipment. The technology is in the ink. It's like you know. You and I have had this conversation before, Mr. Malone. Yeah. Um, Had a lot of conversations.
1: Yes, you know.
0: Uh Sears was fat and happy, then Walmart taught him a lesson. Walmart was fat and happy, then Amazon taught him a lesson. Um everything evolves primarily because of laziness to change or fear of change. This is this is how we've done it, and it's right. It's we proved it works. But change, time will tell you people change. Uh, environments change, cultures change. So, Mitch and I just look at it like, hey, man, we don't, we're not here to change anything. We're just here to ride the wave with everyone else. I mean, so I really don't look as, at AI as a positive or a negative it is just the evolution um it's just another form yeah it's uh, it's like anything it can it can be made good or it can be made bad I mean, and so as a human race we'll find out what what's in store for us but as far as printing goes um with that technology in the ink what I'm if i'm excited about anything is what's going to be possible in the future as far as color gamut so that electric red, uh, that you see on your monitor can actually be electric on paper. That that's kind of where my desire lies with, uh, the printing world. Yeah.
1: yeah and I, it's too, I guess the 2.5 D texture printing is kind of introducing that it's like, it's, it's not just a flat print anymore. Now it's a little more real correct so yeah I guess I guess that does like that seems to be the desire of printing advancement is how can we make it as accurate and as real and Mm -hmm. and as part of the world as we possibly
2: can
0: yeah it's like um, I I think the texture printing is fun it's no different than like you know when you're holding your daughter and she's rubbing your beard um, because it's new yeah and it's a textural difference for her and she's fascinated with it Mm -hmm. so it's uh, I think that's what texture printing is it's new and we want to touch it and you can Mm -hmm. doesn't hurt it to touch it (laughs) um but yeah when you when you love someone or love something like that then textures just sometimes brings an added feel to it and a child can tell you that yeah
1: well hey i uh thanks for doing this and uh thanks for having me come film the video and uh we're uh I'm excited to see. It's been, one of them has been printing while we've been talking. I'm excited to see how that one ends up. We're always so.
0: excited to see you. You know that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I, yeah, you guys are great and you mean a lot to me. And I love that I can show up here every, I don't know, month. I feel like I'm yeah, here. <laughs> I just show up and just kind of like make myself at home. So
0: yeah, it's a two way street. So yeah, thanks. It's yeah, really, thanks for coming. Yeah. It's yeah. more thanks to you. Cause so, it's fun for us to get, actually get to watch you.
1: And, uh, one last time,
0: uh, Plug, plug our
2: warehouse where are you just t- art warehouse chattanooga tennessee um artwarehouse.biz b-i-z is our website yeah. uh which is going through massive changes as we speak hopefully it'll be i mean we're live now but the new version of it will be live hopefully in the next few
0: weeks yeah
1: so come on to brainerd road and our at Art warehouse and get some stuff printed or just come hang out
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. don't hang out all the, a, long, <laughs> a long time. Yeah, get something
1: printed. A lot of people like to come hang out. I know, out. we yeah. do. That's
0: an inside joke. And, <laughs> and bring crispy creams.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. All right, thanks, guys.
2: Thank you, buddy. Thanks.
1: Thanks for listening. If you like what we're doing here, go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can follow me on Instagram, at Will Malone, Twitter, at Will Malone 365, and you can check out my website over at willmalone.com.